Welcome to Fat Secrets, your audio companion to the Fat Secret app and website. Each episode, we'll be talking to experts in the field or people from our community to help unlock the secrets of effective weight management through good nutrition. My name is Ben Ryan, and I'm the product lead at Fat Secret. My job in the Fat Secret team is to learn about the challenges our users face when pursuing their weight goals, then communicate that back to our design and engineering teams so we can identify the best ways in which to help users reach their goals through the Fat Secret platform. You're listening to episode four. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Bill Pratt, who is one of our longtime members from the United States. A change of lifestyle from the high-calorie, high-activity routines of his youth to a more sedentary career in IT left Bill with a steadily climbing body weight and the onset of type 2 diabetes. Eventually, he found a way to turn the corner and get the weight off again by taking a long-term view to manage his calorie intake. Let's share some secrets with Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Good, good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, currently I am a, an, a federal IT manager for a large agency in uh, Washington, D.C. So uh, lots of uh, meetings back to back to back all day long and uh, lots of opportunities to eat poorly, which I did yep. for years, but uh, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. What sort of stuff would, uh, by eating poorly, what does that mean? Well, I used to, you know, used to always bring some uh, breakfast, you know, that that consisted of either going to one of the local places in the neighborhood or, mm-hmm. or bringing something in. Uh, going out, uh, always there's an opportunity with my job to go out and have a business lunch somewhere. You know, there's tons of places with terrible food, so I had to make some changes <laughs> there. It's, it's actually fabulous food. It's just you know, not great for you if you eat a lot. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and uh, um, so you live in Washington or are you uh, outside the city? I live in a suburb about 25 miles south in Maryland. Right, okay. Um, and so would you describe that as rural or it's, it's actually urban? You know, it's actually quite rural here where I live. Um, there are right. still farms. In fact, uh, there's a farm one mile from my house that has uh, grass-fed beef available that you can go pet the cow and, uh, and they grow their own vegetables, so it's wonderful. And right, okay. A mile in the other direction is a swamp and... Uh, Someone has put up a lovely winery right there, so we have. So you you do have some temptations nearby, but uh, sounds like you've also got ready ready access to healthy eating. Absolutely. Well, I've had a long, long amount of practice at it. You know, when I started with Fat Secret in 2012, I was used to eating poorly, and I was very, very good at it. Uh, right. so Modify my habits over time, and it's it's I've changed a little bit at a time. You know, every year since, and and where I'm actually pretty strict right now with a, just a little bit of cheat meals now and then. Okay. Uh, and how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? No, I'm, I'm about to turn 61 this weekend. So uh, Right, okay. Yeah. Well, happy birthday for this weekend. Thank, thank you very much. Um, so what was it that brought you to Fat Secret? Well, I'd actually been uh, quite heavy for a long time. And, and actually throughout most of the 90s and the 2000s, I actually weighed uh, north of 350 pounds. And the challenge I had then, the challenge with my mental thinking at the time was I had, I was formerly in the U.S. Navy where I worked out every single day. Uh, At one point I had an all-state wrestler from Michigan uh, had joined the Navy and he was my roommate and we literally Mm -hmm. worked out every day. We played racquetball instead of eating lunch and then we'd get off, 
have a, and I was actually doing a version of low carb before I even knew what it was. I yeah. would only eat meat, I would only eat vegetables and maybe drink some milk. And then we would work out like every evening for about two more hours. And then, you know, to include running, to include swimming, sauna, you know, the whole nine yards. And then, um, mm. you know, but which was great. And I was, you know, 19 years old and I was in fabulous shape. What yeah. I real, but it put my mind in such a, a state where I thought that's what it would take to get back to that level. I thought mm. that it took three hours of working out a day. And of course, we've learned so much in the last, you know, just couple of years on how much it's really diet primarily with a little bit of working out. But mm. so long, I just, you know, with my work schedule, I was thinking there's no way I'll be able to devote that kind of time. So I just kind of accepted that I was going to be large. And I even right. got to the point where I actually had the paperwork for lap band surgery at one time. And I'm really glad that, uh, that I didn't go that way and I was able to lose the weight naturally. Lap band surgery is where they uh, tie the stomach, right? Right. Yeah, they put yeah. like a you know, a little belt around the stomach. So they don't actually yeah. do the surgery. They just kind of cut it off for a while or, or tighten yeah. it. Okay. So when you uh, joined in 2012, you would have been in the weight loss category, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, um, yeah, what I, what I did is I actually read an article in the New York times and, mm-hmm. and it was by, and it kind of turned a light bulb on in my head. It was by a, a doctor named Carson Chow. And he had done some work at MIT, and then he went to the National Kidney Foundation. I'm, I'm butchering that name a bit, but it's, it's, the, it's one of the National Kidney Foundation. And he got together with a guy down there. They had learned a little bit about studying a cal- one, one calorie total that, um, that you could set for a day. And if you stuck with that, you would lose the weight. And what, they'd, what they'd figured out at the time is that if you – that you your body sees weight loss in a long-term fashion. So if you eat too much one day, you, the next day, you just eat a little bit less, right? Your body yeah. doesn't see things day to day, it seems, in a longer term. And what, what he was also investigating at the time is that, you know, when folks will stop a diet because they won't, they'll, you know, hit a plateau for a little bit of time, and then they'll kind of stop. And he had convinced me through this article that, um, if you if you just keep going with that one calorie total, then you can you know you'll eventually lose the weight. And so at the time, I had uh, I had started the year in 2012 in January about 340. I was up and down. I'd lost weight a number of different ways in the past, but mm-hmm. I was about 340 then. And I I stopped eating breakfasts. I didn't know anything about intermittent fasting at the time, but I just mm-hmm. stopped eating breakfast for the first half of the year. And I got down to about 325. And then, um, then I read this article. I'm like, well, you know what? And he actually, uh, he actually put a little uh, calculator online. And, and that calculator is still available. And I still uh, share links to it up on Fat Secret uh, quite often when someone wants to uh, you know, uh, look for a calorie uh, total. That they, that they'd mm. But I put, in, uh, I put in the amount. I went to that tool. I said, well, let me see. I'm going to lose 100 pounds in a year. That's my target. So I, I put a one-year uh, period of time in there. I put 100 pounds in there for a target mm-hmm. fat loss or weight loss. And it came back and told me 1,685 calories was my magic number. So right, right I determined uh, that I would try to hit that. And I went to the Google machine 
and looked for calorie, you know, counting software. And mm-hmm. the first that popped up was Fat Secret, just by pure luck. Yeah. And, uh, I logged on and, and it looked easy and it looked, uh, you know, very helpful. And I plugged in 1685 a day and started uh, tracking to that. Yep. And started on my one-year journey. You know, the thing was, I was actually tracking it. And I didn't work out at first either. Yeah. But it was actually working great. And, of course, you can go to Fat Secret now. And my, you know, my journey is, uh, it's the tall 12 years are up there. So you can mm. see the beginning weight. But the interesting thing was I, I, started, I started getting a little scared about halfway through my first year. and like, wow, am I going to make this or not? Because it was, it was working. But um, I started doing some exercises, so, and I'm not sure how much that helped, but it probably didn't hurt. And then I was very, very close to one year exactly, and my sister visited, and mm. we went to a couple places to eat, and we went to a couple of wineries, and as a result, I did not make my weight in uh-huh. one year. But one week later, on July 4th of, of 2013, I did hit that 100 pounds. So she gave me a little a little bubble there, but mm. life an easier date to remember anyway. Right. Okay. So um, yeah. So it was it was wonderful. So you know that was actually so easy that I'm well. I won't say it's 100 percent easy, right? Because I still ate all kinds of food. I was still starving towards the end of the night sometimes because I think some of the choices I'd made uh, in the types of food I ate and kind yeah. of still made my you know ignited my hunger. So mm. I went. A lot of dill pickles and gardenera and all kinds of things that had zero calories. And I was stuffing those things in my mouth kind of, you know, after dinner just to get something in there. Um, But then I eventually changed what I was eating when I was eating it and it worked great. But the interesting thing was I'd lost 100 so relatively easy. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I, I think I can go for another 50 foolishly i thought to myself mm. um so i was 180 when i was in the navy when i was that 19 year old doing all that working out mm. i weighed 180 pounds flat i'm six i was six one at the time yeah i just you know i i couldn't buy my way into the 170s then it was it was it was i don't know what my body uh fat percentage was it was probably in the neighborhood of 12 or something now that yeah. i look back on it now that i have the math behind me but um, so I just set that and said, great, I'll just do the next, you know, 45, 50 pounds and get right down there. Well, that was much more difficult. I did make it to 192 once. I made it to 199 once, 196 once. But it was mm. really, really difficult to keep it off at that level for me. Okay. Um, you mentioned that you'd tried other ways of losing weight before you came to Fat Secret. What were they mm-hmm. and um, why, what was that experience like? Well, one thing was, interestingly, they call it the military diet now. Back when I did it, it was called the Cleveland Clinic diet. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the one where you eat a very, very specific regimen for three days. And then you right. take four days off and then you, and, and you gain a few pounds back. And then you do that same thing again for three days. I'd actually lost um, 70 pounds on that one time. And it was actually quite successful. I still, you know, I'm tempted one of these days to try that. And to put that into the Fat Secret database and just see what the heck would happen. I, I took a look at the calories once, and it turned out to be about, oh, I don't know, 1,200 the first day, 800 the second day, and 1,000 the last day, whatever the case may be. So it was, it was low calorie. But yeah. um, 
it was very interesting. It's um, is that a variation of intermittent fasting or? Well, it it wasn't necessarily because it was it was I basically ate three meals a day. I didn't really yeah. c- condense the eating window at all. If I did it today, I would. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just but it was man, I was terribly hungry. I was wearing an apron because I would come home and slap a cooking apron on because I wasn't even waiting to change my <laughs> clothes. I ate, you know, I was come home. It was not a lot of food, but um, but it was very effective, uh, you know, and uh, and then. Another time I did uh, Atkins, right? So I mm. back in the early 2000s, probably 2000 to 2001, I literally was doing the original Atkins or what I thought was the original Atkins, which was just lots of, you know, lots of meat and just uh, not much bread and um, or no bread at all. Very few vegetables. And I, and again, I lost about 70 then. But the challenge, the thing was, I just I would get off of it and then I would go right back to you know, yeah. eating yeah. a lot. Which is the traditional error that all dieters make. You know, it's just it took me took me so many years to kind of learn the truth. And it wasn't until that article I read, and then spending a lot of time on Fat Secret in the in in the um, the the forums there, and learning from so many other people on Fat Secret, and then you know sending me that sent me off into additional articles I would read based on what they recommended, and then YouTube and. You can you can find all kinds of great information now. It can be kind of confusing because some of it is sort of contradictory. How did you go about finding what worked for you? Well, I think initially, and and I I actually put up a blog about it too, and because uh, I called, I thought it was so simple and so easy. I called it Diet Truth, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I. And it's still up there, and it's um, you, you can look it up, and it has my initial story. But um, but I, so many of my friends, I'd been heavy for so long. Everybody wanted to know how I did it, so I just mm-hmm. threw a blog up there and said, "Here's how I did it. Go read this." But it was actually I was actually quite um, cheeky, right? I mean, as you would say, and uh, you're down where you live, because mm-hmm. I well, this is just diet truth. So the truth is, diet and exercise. It's easy, right? Mm-hmm. No problem. So, but what I, I've come to realize since is that I really was probably eating too little on occasion as I as I did my you know first year because yeah. I also started reading about the the five two intermittent mm-hmm. fat during the time. But of course, I didn't read about it; I only heard about it. So I I would do the two days consecutively, and I was you know just was not eating enough. And I and I figured that out by virtue of the fact that I would I was freezing to death that first first year that first winter, and I was just my my Christmas list was all kinds of you know woolen socks and all kinds of heated apparel because the you know I was eating so little that I literally turned the furnace off. Right. So as a, a side effect of having two consecutive days of fasting was that your your body temperature dropped. Right. It, well, it did, and in, in my in my I'm still. You know the jury's still out on whether there's such a thing as a wrecked metabolism, now. but but I do feel, and I've, and I've, most recently I tried to start eating over the last year. I tried to start eating more calories. I tried to, in air quotes, rebuild my metabolism, and you know mm-hmm. get and it just it's been a it's been an abject failure. I have to say I, you know I did nothing but put weight on, and so. Now that I'm, I'm actually down to about fifteen, a little bit uh, over fifteen hundred a day, and I'm actually starting to lose consistently again. Right. Okay. 
I've just kind of, you know, of course, and when I, when I did the 1685 number, I weighed 340 and that, that was mm-hmm. my one consistent number that I stuck with. Now that I'm, you know, I'm lower, I'm actually, I've just, just did 223 this evening and I'm, yeah. I'm heading back down from the 230s um, after my, my, di- my reverse dieting experimentation. Right. And, uh, okay. I expect to be in the two teens with in pretty short order and then hopefully into the two O's again. Right. Okay. Um, so do you experiment on a regular basis with your diet or what does that look like now that you're kind of in maintenance mode? Yeah, I actually do. I actually go month to month. And so I'll, I'll choose, um, I'll choose a month. I start at the beginning. I use fat secret and I, I, I establish a calorie target that I want to hit. And of course I, if I go over one day, I will eat subsequent days. I'll eat a little bit less to try to come up at the end of the month with that, with that calorie average that I've, that I've chosen. Mm-hmm. I do, I do track macros. Um, I do eat pretty much low carb, high fat. I don't go all the way keto. Um, yeah. cause I do have a, I do eat probably more vegetables than, uh, than pure keto calls for, but I'm intrigued by, um, carnivore, but I just, I haven't taken the plunge on that yet. Carnivores like meat only or as in nothing yeah, else? Pr- pretty much meat only with very, very little veg and actually very, very, you know, not much fat. I mean, I guess it all depends on which, you know, which one you follow. But I mean, pure carnivores, you're basically eating steak and eggs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the ch- you know, and I've, I've learned so much through Fat Secret and, and elsewhere about, you know, how the body uses these different macronutrients. and. Mm. It's interesting that you know protein is probably used very, very little a, as an actual fuel source. So it's just rebuilding um, muscle and bones and your infrastructure more or less. And mm. you got you're eating fat and carbs to to actually provide the energy. You can do gluconeogenesis with with protein if you have no other way to get glucose. Uh, that's that's it's uh, pretty interesting. So let's eat uh, like I went out Saturday night, for instance. We had a gigantic steak dinner at there's a new brazilian steakhouse in town mm-hmm. and we went crazy and i counted up my calories the next day and estimated that i'd had over four thousand, and that was that dinner <laughs> wow <laughs> so, but then i did a thousand yesterday and then i was back down i'd lost you know uh well i'd only actually gone up a couple pounds so i'd lost about five uh from that that after that meal until weigh in tonight just two days later so and i ate quite a lot of meat but it seemed like the meat was just with the exception of the bulk that may have remained in my body it was not actually putting on the weight right yeah um you mentioned that um the first hundred pounds was easier to lose than the next 50 what was different about that well i think the you know i had i had a solid you know i had a solid target and it was just working the next thing i did is I went to that same tool and I put in, you know, I don't know if I did another year or if I did half a year. I can't recall now, Hmm. but it just, and I, and I did get, you know, I did get down into the two O's and eventually, you know, the two teens and the two O's and eventually into the one nineties. But it was, it was awfully difficult to, to, um, to maintain that. And I can't recall now whether it was just that I was not following that, you know, the, um, the lower calories more or as consistently as I had, or if I had started experimenting with so many other things that I kind of screwed myself up because I have, 
you know, I have introduced the intermittent fasting. I've introduced, you know, so the macronutrients. And, and so I was attempting to go keto or low carb, high fat before I knew what keto was. And so there was a number of different things that I had attempted. And I probably just lost the combination of it. I just meant to say, you know, I, I've, I've hit the 190 several times. I was actually in the two O's very consistently for quite a while. But that's through, you know, the 2014, 2015 era. And then the last couple of years I've started, and I had some health issues, which uh, the drugs uh, that for that kind of messed me up a little bit in terms of water retention. I had to uh, kind of overcome that a little bit, but I've, but that's been, that's been, that was 2016 and 2017. And now I'm, you know, I still have some of that stuff going on, but I'm, uh, it's not really affecting my diet. I don't think day to day. Or my right. Life. Okay. <laughs> um, when you were just getting started, um, how would you have described your overall health? Oh, I, it was terrible. Yeah. I think I was actually, you know, I, I have, I had a lot of energy and that, another thing that really kind of hurt me in a way in, in terms of my um, getting serious about diet that um, I was, I was a big guy, you know, obviously three fifty, um, but I was, I was not, um, I wasn't huffing and puffing that much. Right. I could kind of, as they say, carry it well in a way. Yeah. It didn't seem to affect me professionally. Um, you know, I was, I had a big personality and I still was able to, you know, do well in my career. I could still run, you know, you know, half a block to catch a cab. If I was running, I wasn't dying from this stuff. So I was relatively mm. physically fit for the size I was, but that's yep. relative. I yep. used to hope that there, you know, always wonder if there was a 300 pound and above uh, soccer team. God love <laughs> But only against guys I could keep up with. But that, but 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 that was kind of a. It was kind of a. You know, I was fooling myself because I did find out that I'd become type two diabetic, mm. and I I had the severe severe um, um, features of that in terms of of rat. You know, absolutely having to urinate like at a second's notice, because mm. once you get all that. You know, what I came to find out from a doctor later is if you're, you know, when your blood sugar, that glucose is in there at a certain percentage, anything over that, you just got to get it out of your body right then. Your body doesn't care what you're doing. So I would do, you know, I would go visit my family out several hours away and, uh, you know, for a weekend and we eat, eat all kinds of food to include all kinds of sweets. And then I'd try to drive back to D.C. here and I would literally almost not make it to each, you know, stop on the turnpike as we drove down the road. Because right. I was desperately needing to get off the road, you know, to, uh, to urinate. Right. So that, I came to find out that my, you know, my glucose was very high and I was actually type 2 diabetic. But that was, um, that was knocked out probably by October of that year after I started in June. It didn't take long for my to my glucose to start normalizing, getting down into the, the low hundreds. And then it's been perfect since probably early uh, 2013. I've been very lucky. Okay. Um, and what was it like getting started? Did, what were some of the challenges that you, you found, uh, say, in the first few months to um, get into like a routine? And, and how did you overcome those? Yeah, my, my strategy has changed quite a lot over the years. But I, initially, we, you know, the one thing that was, I have to say, really helped me at first is that my children had grown and were gone at that time. Mm -hmm. And so my wife uh, was very, very supportive 
And she would buy me, you know, number one, we took a lot of the junk food out of the house. And without the children there, that was very easy. So that's an advantage I had, I think, over a lot of folks. Because if it was here, I would eat it, right? Mm. And so, um, you know, that was one of the challenges uh, that, w- that worked out well. And so we, we started keeping relatively healthy things. I still ate, I, but I still ate a lot of cereal. I still ate a lot of bananas. I still ate... Um, you know, a lot of things I really hadn't started thinking about the carbohydrates and I don't respond well to carbohydrates. I know some folks have no problem with them, but I'm one of the kinds of folks, if I will eat simple carbs, then I don't stop eating simple carbs. I mean, I, I actually get that sort of addiction for it and just have to have more. Okay. I learned that eventually, but it was a challenge until I did. It was it would I would get hungry and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I've got to get something in me. And yeah. uh, luckily, you know, by virtue, it was a great hack, right? By virtue of just getting the bad stuff out of the house, or bad in air quotes, right? Nothing's bad, yeah. but, but I mean, if I was going to just you know go crazy on something, it would end up being you know something that was relatively healthy. And then I would eat a little bit lower the next day. But it really made me budget, right? You, If you have 1,685 calories, in my case, you really had to track that budget very closely. And Fat Seeker helped me a lot there. But I would, uh, you know, I would, they, I would buy processed breakfast meals, and, and which were pretty good at the time. And I would buy packaged salads. So those were all, the great thing was they had the calories right on them. So I knew exactly how many I was eating. Yeah. And, and that helped me quite a lot. But that was uh, the challenge was the late nights after dinner because I would get to the point where like oh my god I have to have something in me and I would you know again I was eating a lot of pickled um, you know pickled vegetables a lot of um, pickles that you know have very mm-hmm. few calories. I would get sugar free jam I would get sugar free uh, pudding and it would just be you know, or, or actually calorie free in some cases on the jam and just grab a spoonful of that just to kind of keep going. I'm really, uh, but this is you know several years ago, and I each year I was I was able to wean a little bit more off of some of that stuff to where I'm really pretty pretty easy now. Right. Okay. Um, and how long did it take for you to start seeing results once you got going? Oh, I thought well immediately. I mean, absolutely immediately. I was, um, you know, the uh, the the tool that I used, uh, and, and folks can find it on the I think it's NDDK or whatever. There's a it's a it's a tool online at the National Kidney Foundation here in America, uh, but it's on you know you can get it on the web anywhere, and uh, it it kind of put it kind of put an, a you know a tracking um, planning uh, slope on it right for the weight you would lose. But then I did the I would track I've just followed along on my fat secret uh, weight tracking you know the weigh in um, and I would I would I would weigh and I think I think I just, I weighed in once a week is how I did and I, sort of how I still sort of do. Although I weigh in twice a day, I weigh myself twice a day. I only record it once a week. Um, right. Okay. But um, yeah, it was it was fast. You know, it literally started at three twenty five, and I was I was you know I was targeting a hundred pounds in a year, so it was about two pounds a week. And I'll be darned if it it didn't stay very pretty much consistent with that the whole way. I may have stalled a little bit towards the middle and 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 eaten a little bit less to ramp it back up or started working out, but that it stayed pretty consistent. And uh yeah, it was it was really 
thrilled with it. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so simple. I can't believe I'd been missing this all this time. You mentioned there was quite a lot of times where you ended the day feeling really hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, For someone who's getting started and starting to encounter those sorts of um, side effects, uh, what would be some tips you would give them to deal with those? I think if you can, and again, I was unique in this and my ability to do this, but if you can, I would say take the things out of the house that are your trigger foods. Because yep. if, or if you are going to find yourself hungry and you are going to overeat, although if, if you're like me uh, and if you stick more with, with the protein and fats, you're not, I, I don't get, I actually had bro- a big bag of broccoli tonight too, frozen broccoli. So mm. if you stick with, with that stuff and stay away from the simple carbs, the crisps, the crackers, the bread, you know, and certainly the sweets, then I, for me at least, and I many like me, that I don't get those ravenous must eat now, you know, sugar, sugar crash sorts of hunger. Um, but if you, but it takes a while to get there, right? It absolutely mm. takes a while to get there. So I would say, you know, if you, if you have to snack, snack on something that's relatively healthy. I mean, for me, I would, I would even, um, you know, right now, if I find myself in that position, it's pretty rare, but I, sometimes when alcohol gets involved, I sort of get there. I'll eat, you know, a, a chunk of cheese or something like that, and that will kind of, you know, take care of me. That's one of the biggest things. I mean, I would say, you know, again, not everybody's the same, I think, but certainly for me, it's it's if you eat the fats, if you eat the proteins, uh, of course, this doesn't really help vegans that much, but um, and stay away from the simple carbs. It doesn't get you that hungry i wish i'd known that a little more earlier okay so um what's your day what does a typical day look like for you now now that you're sort of more in a maintenance mode does does one exist or there's um a lot of fluctuations still no it absolutely does exist now and actually for the last i've actually the the experiment for september and I've, I've I've dabbled with this before but i've gone all in for this month is is omad one meal a day so right. I am, um, you know, I also, you know, have realized again recently that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be able to reverse diet. I'm not going to be able to eat like 2000 calories a day at least or, or more, you know, even though I'm a, you know, I don't think I'm quite six feet anymore, but I am, you know, right now a 220, 225 pound guy, but I just can't, you know, whether I've wrecked my metabolism or whatever the case may be. Um, I, I've plugged in my number the other day into that tool I used and it said 1525. So I said, okay, I'm going to do 1525, but that's terribly difficult to stretch out that many calories over the day. I mm-hmm. do believe in intermittent fasting. I do believe in, um, you know, and I do believe in eating low carb, high fat. So I've determined that I'm just going to do one meal a day. And I'll eat those those calories at dinner. And so that's what I've done. I'll typically wait until 5 o'clock. And I really don't get hungry during the day. It's really wonderful. I do eat, I do drink rather black coffee. I, I will drink um, some water, or some some hibiscus tea, which is very similar to green tea. And it's, and it's um, and the way, you know, and, and it's health benefits as, as depending on who you read. But I'll mm. do that all day long. I'll have a little uh, apple cider vinegar with it um, as well, which I guess helps with some glucose. I do take my supplements morning and evening. I mean, 
there and some of them are you know like vitamin e or vitamin d has got a little bit of oil in it so it's i am technically breaking the fast but it's but it's great and then once the evening rolls around i'm i'm quite hungry by then but i'm not ravenous and then i can have a huge huge dinner um of course i i still do the uh calorie averaging so i'm aiming for the 1525 Obviously, my uh, Saturday night 4,000-calorie-plus uh, extravaganza yeah, yeah. put me over. So I just simply said, I've got an, an event out Thursday night that I'm going to eat a little bit at. So I just I took the remaining days, interceding days, and I divided the, you know, by the, the total calories available, again, using Fat Secret. And it mm. came up about 900 calories a day on average. So that's what I'm targeting you know, on, on Saturday, uh, Sunday, rather, on Monday, I just finished today, and then tomorrow, and then um, Wednesday, I'll have some, a little bit more, and Wednesday, rather, and then I'll have a little bit more to eat on uh, Thursday. I'll be back to my 1525 availability, so. Okay, so it sounds like um, when you have a day where you blow your budget, you pay it down afterwards, rather than sort of preparing for it in advance? Yes, um, I've, you know I've done it both ways, but um, but that's what I'll do, what I'm doing now is I is right. I'll I'll pay for it afterwards, and I've actually done that since the very very beginning. I mean, since 2012, yeah. I, I used that calorie averaging strategy, or we used to call it then indulge, then adjust. Right? We, right. Yeah. Is what we said, and some of the other members, some of the older members that aren't with us anymore, have came up with their indulgence diet. You remember Keld back in the day? Uh, no, I've, I've only been with I've been with Fat Secret for three years. So uh, I, if they predate that, then I, I wouldn't know them. Uh, fun, fun guy from Sweden. So we got right. that along pretty well back then. But he had a he had a strategy where he would double his calories one day, and then double his RDI's recommended daily intake one day, and then yeah. um, and then he would take the remaining days, the remaining six, and he would eat that many fewer. So right, okay, yeah. sort of the same. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like a, a slightly less aggressive intermittent fasting. It's actually what, yes. I think we were all dancing around so many of these strategies. It's funny yeah. the time has gone. We've I've really become kind of a hack, you know, diet guru, or certainly I've read a bunch, you know, over yeah. the year. Not that it's been, you know, I mean, again, you can get, as I think I have over the last year, trying to eat more calories on purpose. Mm. Uh, you can get kind of crossed up a little bit and forget the basics. And I think for me, at least the lower calories seem to work and I, and they don't, you know, it doesn't trouble me to eat in this manner. I, it's actually works great with my schedule. Right. Okay. Uh, is that why you, um, take in the calories at the end of the day rather than during it? I, I know it's, it's not ideal, but yeah, that's helpful for me that, you know, the, I just eat at home. And uh, I don't have to worry about breakfast. You know, I just grab some coffee. And I actually will oftentimes work through lunch or just go take a, take a walk. That's when I try to get my, my steps in is um, <laughs> if I have some calls to make, I'll grab the phone and go outside and get some steps in and, and, and uh, do that. Okay. But, but this is only relatively recently. I was, I was, I was eating. I was always doing, uh, for the last couple of years, I did 16-8 intermittent fasting where I'd start eating at lunch. So I did that pretty strictly for a while. But mm. um, what, I, what I'm finding now is it's, it's way easier for me not to eat at all until dinner than it is to eat a little bit earlier and then a little bit later and split okay. those two. 
I just I don't get as hungry. So if you were to do all your calorie loading for breakfast, that that would then become a problem. Well, I'm not sure. I I just haven't tried it. I mean, that's just right. just the way the way I have to work. The the traffic around here. I'm only 25 miles from my job, but it takes me about an hour and 10 minutes to get there through yep. through traffic. And that's and then you add some time waiting for. I actually take a commuter bus, so waiting for the bus and things like that. And you know, walking to my job. Once I get there, it doesn't drop me directly in front. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to budget an hour and a half, two hours to, to get there, and then the same thing heading back. So I really, you know, it, it helps me to, you know, I just don't have the time to do it. Plus, I'm never, I'm one of those people that aren't hungry in the morning. Um, you uh, talked about, um, so you set two milestones in terms of uh, weight loss goals. Do you do any uh, planning at a sort of a more granular level to help facilitate what you're going for or um, do you just wing it? Yeah, it's pretty much, you know, as far as meal planning, do you mean meal planning or exercise planning? Uh, all of those. Yeah. So I I don't, you know, I have to admit that I, after my um, – I had some health issues last, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. I really didn't get back into my walking and I broke my treadmill. I used to have a treadmill that I used mm-hmm. a lot. I have purchased an exercise bike used, but I, I haven't used it as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's an aspect. I do walk three to four miles a day. Um, that's probably not, it's not exercise exercise, but it's, you know, it's, it's more than nothing. And, um, but as far as my, my planning, I, I do I, I I don't I kind of do wing that I mean I, I I keep meat in the house and I keep veg in the house and um, I make sure that I have that and I I really actually will sit there and and eat dinner and weigh weigh my dinner out and calculate what I have and then determine what else I can still have mm-hmm. and and I, so I'll kind of you know which is kind of crazy and a lot of times my wife and and my son will eat something different than I do mm-hmm. or wife will make, you know, a nice meat based meal with a salad or some vegetables that we can all have. And then I'll, you know, and they may have some additional, they may have mashed potatoes when I would eat riced cauliflower or something like that. Yeah. But, but yeah, she's, it's wonderful. She's really helping me with this. And I understand there's a lot of folks who may not have that level of support at home. And you know, especially if a woman is caring for a family where she's got a, a husband and children who are, we're not doing, you know, a diet or not. Mm -hmm. That's gotta be a challenge. Right. But, but I'm very lucky in that regard. And yeah, for me, I, I know we've spoken about this uh, on occasion or two. I mean, I really, you know, I, I kind of eat and then see what I have left and then eat a little more and see what I have left. Mm -hmm. The exception for that is when I go out, right. I do estimate, you know, um, portion sizes. I should carry a little scale with me. So I'm, I'm confident that they're using seed oils and things that I'm not really calculating. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, obviously if you cook at home, you, you know exactly what you're getting. But um, that's not, a, you know, I mean, I there's just, there's no way around that except to, to do some pretty good estimation. And, 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 you know, a lot of the restaurants now, depending on where you go, will have the calorie total in the, in the menu. Right. But I myself using the fat secret database and, approximating what I had. And I, oh, and I take the photographs. I use the phone a lot and I photograph almost every meal, certainly the ones that I take out. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'll, and then I'll come back like 
you know, Saturday night's big meal at the Brazilian steakhouse. I took photos of everything. And then I sat there on Sunday and tried to calculate it all up. And that's where I came up with my 4,000 calorie number. But who knows, I may have even been, you know, a little bit under reporting on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that you, you do a little bit of exercise. What about other things like meditation or relaxation, um, that sort of thing? Do you do any of that? No, you know, I'm really, and I, I've read about it. I believe that it works. I just haven't done it. I do find myself, um, you know, still spinning, spinning pretty fast mentally, you know, by the end of the evening. Mm. Um, I don't sleep enough. That's for sure. I try to catch up a little on the weekends. I realize that's not optimal, Yeah. but, um, yeah, I just find myself, um, oh, I don't know, maybe I, I know I need to do it, but I really don't. With sleep, how much of an impact do you think good or bad sleep plays on your ability to, say, resist temptations or uh, deal with um, your diet? Right. Well, I think that I know that I lose more weight when I when I get a good night's sleep. And I did mm-hmm. seven last night. I felt pretty good. And I lost quite a bit today, so I felt mm-hmm. pretty good about that. So, um yeah, I, I have seen that. I do think that my cortisol levels are probably way up there, but, you know, but with the type of job I have and it's kind of high stress and, uh, and I, you know, with all the travel and I'm here in the city and, and all this stuff and I, and I don't sleep enough. So I know the cortisol is way up there and it's probably stopped, you know, some, uh, some easy weight loss, but I don't ha- it doesn't really affect me in terms of my, um, uh, my hunger hormones anymore. I think that it formerly probably did mm-hmm. um, attribute to that. Um, but since I really kind of abstained from c- most carbs, I mean, every, I even had dessert Saturday night, so that was mm-hmm. a cheat. But um, but I typically don't eat carbohydrates anyway, all, and although that's really what they say that the, uh, the hunger hormones will push you towards if you don't get enough sleep. Luckily, I'm at the point now where I was, you know, and it, did, it was not easy and it took a long time, but I'm at the point where I just, you know, avoid them anyway. Okay. Um, when it comes to maintaining a healthy weight through diet, what is your biggest weakness or temptation? I think, um, um, well, the biggest things. My wife was whispering the word bread to me over here. <laughs> but, I, but I do love bread. I mean, I, I do love bread. And that's the thing that I've had, to, I've had to get away from that. And what I do now is I'll eat some every now and then, but it's got to be fabulous bread. So right. I don't do day to day. You know, I don't eat bread, but you know, and even if I'm eating in a restaurant, I'll have a burger, for instance, with, you know, with just vegetables and or without it, without it. But I mean, the, the one challenge I have, to be honest with you, and the, the job I have requires a lot of socialization after work as well. Mm. It's often like discussing work with like, a you know, a scotch in my hand. And, and so that will, you know, so number one, you know, alcohol is, is kind of part of my, my week. And I, I haven't like cut it out, but as we know, I mean, alcohol gets metabolized first because there's nothing the body can do with it. It's got yeah, to burn yeah. it first. And so even if you're, you know, a hundred percent keto and you're drinking alcohol, well, guess what? You're not getting to the body fat until the alcohol has gone. Right. Mm. So, and then it also makes you, you know, you get beer goggles for food. And so you, you don't make the best choices when you're, you know, when you're out there having a few. And so I will be out, you know, with friends and, but, but then again, I'm, I'm eating, but then I'm still usually not 
tipping into the carbs too hard anyway. So I'm, you know, so I am metabolizing the, the, the liquor first and then, uh, and I, I love beer, but I avoid beer because of the carbs. And so it's pretty much metabolizing the liquor and then whatever else I may have eaten that evening that I shouldn't have, but that's typically just increasing the calories and not necessarily going into the, the ridiculous water weight that carbohydrates uh, bring. Yeah. Okay. Um, you talked before about um, like your, your calorie daily calorie intakes fairly low for someone your your height. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever come across issues where <clears throat> maybe your macros are not high enough? I, I guess because you're you have a fairly sedentary job. I'm assuming, given what you do, mm-hmm. but um, like, how do you know that that's the right number of calories for you to have each day? Well, it's basically just that I, um, and of course, there's lots of online calculators to include the one at Fat Secret. But I, mm. it, I, I take them down and, until I get to a point where I start losing, right? And that's really the thing. And so I do. Uh, I have a standing desk at work. I actually don't like sitting that much. Yeah. And in fact, I have a little bit of sciatica that keeps me, you know, has me standing up after about an hour. I have to stand up anyway. But um, but but absolutely. I mean, I'm not a I'm not working on a loading dock or something. I'm not a farmer or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. definitely, uh, def. And I don't work. You know, I don't do as much exercise as I should. I really need to get back into that. For a person my age and my my height, you know, most online calculators put me somewhere between. And even for sedentary, I put it on the sed. I always use the sedentary setting when I when I do the calculators. Um, and that puts me at about 2,100 or 2,300, depending on which one you look at mm. day to maintain. And so that might be the case. Um, I, I tend to think that I would probably gain a little bit at that. But if my recent experience you know, tells me that, so I mean, but so 15, right now I'm aiming for 1,500. I wouldn't go, you know, I mean, I am a six, you know, not, I don't think I'm quite six foot tall anymore, to be honest with you. I'm quite old, but um <laughs> But I do think that you know I do think twelve hundred would be too low consistently, but mm-hmm. I but I don't have any problem with going you know like I've done nine hundred for a few days and I wouldn't mind going to zero. I've actually done multiple day fasts, right? And okay. So long as it now I think that I think the thing is not to I don't know I don't want, I don't want to do the low low calorie for a long time because I I did think I, I do think I probably reset my my you know my metabolism a little bit by doing that but i don't know if that's true or not if there was a food you could eat without consequences what would it be well ice cream is my is my absolute weakness right i i could eat it every day every flavor um every now and then i will have some real ice cream but i've been i've been faking it out a little bit lately and it's actually quite uh, it's actually a nice hack i'll take a a little protein uh shake you know premier protein Mm -hmm. or something um, there's several brands of it and I'll stick some, uh, frozen strawberries in there, about a cup, um, of those. And, and you put them in a, a powerful, it has to be a pretty powerful blender mm. for the strawberries, but that turns into a pretty good approximation of, you know, kind of a frozen ice cream treat. Right. Okay. It's not the real thing by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, the, the strawberries are pretty low carb and the, uh, and the protein shake is, uh, you know, good for you so you get about 30 grams of protein there with mm-hmm. oh, i don't know 10 15 grams of carbs that's not too bad and it gives you something to eat and yeah. I, you know, the halo top is not bad and 
I guess I've seen a couple of other brands on uh, on Facebook and elsewhere that I I might give a try. But um, yeah, if, if ice cream's my thing. I'm a, I do like that. I'm you know I used to love pizza. I used to love pasta, but I really have pretty much over pasta now, which was amazing to me. I used mm-hmm. to be you know the pasta king. Every now and then I'll have. I mean, really, I mean, once or twice a year I'll have some pizza. Yeah. But um, what was it that turned on turned you off pasta? You know, it's just not eating it. I mean, just avoiding it because mm-hmm. of the, you know, I, and I didn't for the longest time on fat secret. I, I would, you know, but, but the problem, that is one of those trigger foods for me that really gets my blood sugar, you know, spiking right. and then it, and it gets my blood sugar crashing where I want to eat more. Right. It's okay. ridiculous. When I think back to my high school days, and I was not that terribly heavy then. I mean, maybe two fifteen. Um, you know, so I was, not not light, but I mean, I I can remember eating three heaping plates of it for dinner, and all the buttered bread you can you know the mom could could send, and then mm-hmm. go out with my pals after that and, and hit McDonald's later. It was, <laughs> but you know, I was a younger man then. Yep. All right, just on to the last section. A uh, few recommendations. If I'm someone who's just come to Fat Secret, and I don't really know where to start. What would you recommend as my first step? Well, I think you know, getting onto the forums is in, or the journals is great. I mean, the first thing is I would do is um, is is try to figure out what your RDI is. Right. I think you guys have it set for probably one pound of weight loss uh, per week which is probably a pretty good start for most folks. I started out somewhat more aggressive, mm-hmm. but I think most folks will probably find themselves, if they really start tracking what they eat, they'll probably find themselves eating way more than the RDI that, that Fat Secret starts them with. So yeah. it's probably a, a, a you know fair way to get started. They may determine to take that down a little bit later on, but I think that, that would be the, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably a great place to start. But I would be I would start tracking everything folks ate and Fat Secret was perfect for that. It's got great databases of, of food and, and you can add things if if they're not in the database already, but you know, because the members participate, mm. I, it's very rare. I'll really have to find an off brand uh these days to find that it's not in there or something brand new. So it's mm. really a great community for getting, you know pretty much just scanning something with your phone and, and finding that the product is in there with uh, pretty recent uh, information. Right. Um, and if I'm looking to lose weight, are there any words of advice you'd give people? I mean, I, I think I've used, I know there's a lot of, you know, uh, calories in, calories out versus uh, keto and things like that. I've always maintained, you know, it's always been calories for me, right? But I, but I also do the low carb and to some extent the keto because I know that I don't get the cravings with uh, with those types of foods and uh, the, the calorie and the carbs rather. And oh my gosh, I will the amount of water weight I put on when I eat simple carbohydrates is off the chart. I, I my wife and I took a cruise recently, a five day cruise, mm. and I determined well I'm just going to have bread with dinner which i never do and i'm gonna have desserts after dinner and then of course we had the drink package so i was drinking sadly sad to say that's that's not a rat that wasn't a radical change for me but the bread and the desserts were i gained 20 pounds in five days Mm -hmm. all water weight and then i came back i just went back to my plan and within a week i had lost it all again 
So it, but the weight was there. I mean, it was around my midsection. I looked like a jellyfish. So that, that's one thing that whether you, you know, you're, you're looking to just stay underneath a certain calorie amount, no matter what type of micronutrients you eat or not, that one thing I'll tell you absolutely for me is that the water weight that carbohydrates induce is going to hide your progress. And that's probably going to give people a, you know, it's probably going to uh, make them think they're not doing as well as they are. So I would, I would, I would, you know, watch watch your calories, stick to your calories, track everything you eat, and and investigate not eating simple carbs for a while. See if you can wean yourselves off of those, because just for the just for the water loss and the the true weight that you'll be measuring alone, I think that's helpful for folks. And in terms of resources like books, podcasts, TED talks, or other videos, are there anything that you would recommend? Oh my gosh. I, I just, I literally go to YouTube and I put on a subject and I just let it run an autoplay. I mean, I, I have, I've purchased a ton of books. I, one book I will highly recommend. I read this before I even found fat secret, I think, or maybe very close to the same. It's called younger next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've recommended up on fat secret for years and there's actually, they have one for women now, but it's really a, a fascinating book about how your body uses you know how it's really talking about you got to exercise especially when you get up to my age mm-hmm. or anywhere over 40 you really need to exercise every day to let your body know that you need you know that to use the to use your bones and muscles yeah. so that your body doesn't think you're going into hibernation mode and start to atrophy <laughs> the four-hour body by mr tim ferris uh that's part of what kind of set me on my my reverse calorie thing so I don't know. People use that. At, at, you know, I think it was some interesting things in there. I've bought the uh, the longevity diet by Dr. Walter Longo. That that's that was a, a good book, and that actually has the fasting mimicking diet, which I do use at the end of each month. It's about five days of veggies and nuts that will give you a nice reset. Uh, so I, that's worth looking at. Uh, but then um, I love Tim Bickman. If you, as you read the, the Fat Secret uh, journals, you'll see these names come up a lot. Jason Fung is really big on fasting. Uh, a lot of yeah. people don't like Jason Fung. I mean, some of the more traditional bodybuilder type, you know, just um, folks w- think he's kind of a snake oil salesman. So, I mean, it, the one challenge I, w- I, would, I would ask people to do when they came up new is to start reading folks. But there's so many opinions out there. I mean, I think you have to pick one thing to try and stick with that for a while because you can, uh, if you try to follow what every other member is doing, I mean, I think you just could mess yourself up because there's so many different angles that the information comes from. Everybody kind of does have their own path. Mm. Um, and usually I'll, if someone, you know, I would, I would much rather give somebody some advice in a, in a personal message out there than, than, than trying to, you know, send a, a new member in, in the direction that I'm, you know, that has worked for me. Yeah. And everything, everything I do post, I'm basically saying, look, here's the things I've tried. It's the things that have worked for me or, in fact, have not worked for me in some cases. Mm. And I kind of post that as well. And then hopefully, you know, folks can, you know, try something that works for them and, and find a secret that keeps going. All right, cool. Um, Thanks, Bill, for your time. That's uh, been a very full interview. Ben, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's a real pleasure. And uh, love talking to you on the email as well. So thanks very much. You've been listening to Fat Secrets. 
We'd like to remind listeners that the diet that works for some may not be advisable for others, and we recommend always seeking medical advice when introducing changes to your diet or exercise routines. If you enjoyed this episode, please help share the secrets of weight loss by leaving us a review or telling a friend, or 10, via the share feature in your podcast app of choice. I'm your host, Ben Ryan. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another interview that unlocks more of the secrets of weight management. Mm -hmm.